Do you focus on what you can't control or what you can control? This answer is essential. You're listening to The Seeker Podcast, Episode 3, Controlling the Controllable. Welcome to The Seeker Podcast, where learners and doers come because they want more for their life, their family, business, and faith. My name is Amber Smith, and if you are seeking something new or more for your life, you found the right place. Welcome back to another week of the Seeker Podcast. I am so stoked to be here with you, and I'm actually really grateful that you're taking the time to listen to this. I really believe that we live in such a powerful and unique time where we get to learn and share information almost instantly, basically, about anything, and I know that there's a lot of places you can go, so thank you for being here. I'm just so grateful. Today, I'm going to tackle a pretty controversial topic and very emotionally charged, and that's control. We're going to be talking about controlling the controllable and what we can't control as well. So many people I talk with resist using the word control. Maybe they don't even use it (laughs) because of what they believe it means. And for a long time, that was me. I did everything in my power not to be a, quote, controlling person. But over time, I've met people on the opposite side of the control spectrum, trying to focus on things that will never be in control, And I've met amazing people who live and focus in the realm of what they can control. And when I think of my mentors and heroes and inspiring people on social media or just out in the world, they focus on what they can control and they have a healthy perspective on what they can't control. So that's really what I want to talk about today. If you are a seeker, like I've talked about in a previous podcast, and you want an exceptional life, this is really important for your ultimate, you know, joy and fulfillment too. So from a 30th thousand foot view. This is what I'd like to talk about today. Um, And we're going to talk first about what we can control. So listen carefully. This is what we can control. For me, it comes down to three things. What we think, what we feel, and what we do. (laughs) And that's it. That's what we can control. So many people in the world, they, they think things happen to them. So I want to touch on that for a second. You know, maybe you're thinking things like this. My husband made me mad or my daughter made me frustrated or our debt is crushing us or I just can't lose weight, right? I want to submit to you that those are lies. Those are the thoughts that we have. We get to control those thoughts. And so that's why it's so important because how many of you maybe have thought those things before and they, you thought they were true? And so for it, to make the <laughs> to set the record straight, no one makes us feel anything. We feel things because of what we think about those things. And guess what? We get to choose how we think, what we focus on, and what we believe. And if this is the only thing you get out of this entire podcast, I'm okay with that because this alone is enough to change your life. The results in our lives are literally created by what we think about. Everything in the world was created by thoughts. Think about it. Look around. The phone that you're holding or listening to this on or your headphones or your car, your pencil, whatever, was created first in someone's mind. Someone thought about making it before they ever created it, right? And the same is true for our lives. If you're getting results in your life that you don't like, listen close. 
It's because you're thinking about things a certain way. And this is scary, but also so empowering because it just means you need to think your think different thoughts and believe new things to get new results. So I just wanted to lay that foundation before we really start talking about control and specifically controlling our thoughts. Obviously, our thoughts are the most important because they lead to what we feel and what we do based on those feelings, right? But say if you want to feel if you feel empowered and excited, aren't you more likely to hit the gym or I don't know, email that client or pitch yourself to someone? Compared to if you feel nervous or doubtful, that's exactly what I'm talking about when our feelings create what we do. It's also important to recognize that we really can determine how we feel based on what we think about. That's kind of how I started this podcast off. The quality of our lives is tied to the quality of the emotions we are able to experience. Think about what I just said, you guys. The quality of our lives is tied to the quality of the emotions we are able to experience. Anyway, I just, I love that thought because our emotions are something that we get to create. It doesn't, is not reliant on something happening to us or being able to travel the world or making a certain amount of money. We can have a high quality of life just based on what we think and feel. It's so powerful. This is powerful because you could have everything you ever wanted, right? All the tangible physical toys and experiences and the beautiful, huge house and all the things that people see on social media and in life today. But if you haven't figured out how to be fulfilled or feel bliss or happiness or gratitude, none of that'll matter, right? Because you don't, (laughs) you're not able to experience the joy that you think those things will bring. So I think learning to master our thoughts and feelings is essential. And learning the process of controlling our thoughts and feelings is the adventure and task and goal of a lifetime. I believe it's one of the most important things that we can prioritize and learn how to do. And that's basically why I started this podcast and why I found coaching and personal development so important in my life. And what I want to teach my children and talk about with my family is this, this, this thought, feeling, action idea that we get to control it. And it all starts with our thoughts. And so I just kind of want to give some background in my, in my personal beliefs and in my religion, we believe that we were sent here to get a body that our spirits existed before this life. My take on it is that we are spirits here learning how to master our bodies. And something that I want to offer to you is that our brains are part of our bodies, right? We didn't have brains before we came here. <laughs> we just had a spirit. That's that's my personal belief. We've, we have an essence, a soul. However you want to say that. We existed before we came here. But we got a brain, which is how we think, here in this life. And so it's so important to learn how to think, how to use our brain as a part of our body. And I think people forget that, that, you know, we talk about mastering our body and mastering our thoughts, but really it's all in that same realm. Our brain is a part of our body. Something I always try to remind myself of is that I'm trying to master my brain. I'm trying to control what I think, not the other way around. And I think it can be easy to think it's the opposite, that we are subject to what we think and not we get to control what we think. And that's a lie. And I I think a lot of people don't realize that, that we can think on purpose, right? So some of the strategies for how to master your thinking and feeling is first is just start observing your thoughts. Don't try to change them first. Just notice them. Be an observer of your thoughts. Are you thinking negatively? Are you judging yourself or other people around you constantly? Do you look for the good? What sentences are going on in your mind? Once you start observing or noticing your thoughts, you're paving the way to really start thinking new thoughts. 
If you're not aware of what's going on first, you don't know where you need to go, right? What new thoughts you need to think. I like to think of our mind kind of like a tennis match. You know, if you think about a tennis match, one person serves and the other person hits back and that's and then it goes back and forth, back and forth. That's kind of what thinking is like. Sometimes it's a question and we answer it. Like some some of my mentors, like uh, Ed Maillet talks about, and Tony Robbins too, they both talk about um, thoughts are like asking and answering questions all day long. What do I think about that? Oh, it's bad. Oh, who's going to show up for lunch? So-and-so is going to show up for lunch, right? That's how we think a series of questions and answers. Are you asking the right questions, <laughs> right? And are you giving the right answers? Those are all up to us to think. And so if you're thinking about it like a tennis match, right, like I, like I mentioned, if your brain offers a thought, we get to come back with a new thought. This is ha- the process of thinking new things. For example, thought, I just can't lose weight. You know, this, now it's time to come back with a new thought. Whoa, brain, yes, I can. Other people have lost weight, so can I. That's the example of a new thought. Or for another example, oh, I'll never be able to make money whoa, 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 brain. That's a lie. You've made money before. The results are coming. Do you see what the example I'm giving? It's thought, like, and that's why it's important to observe, to know that that's actually a thought. It's not true that you'll never make money. It's just a thought. And then you get to come back with a new thought. And it's, that's the process of changing. And it's hard. I'm not saying this is easy, but this is how you do it. And once you become more aware, your feelings will start following suit. So that's That's really what I want to get to is what we think about is what will create our emotions. I want you to listen to what I'm about to say. Where focus goes, energy flows. I'm going to say that again. (laughs) Where focus goes, energy flows. And what are emotions, friends? Energy. Have you ever thought about that? That emotions are just energy in your body? It's how we feel. It's what happens in our body. It's the vibrations that go through us. So many people say, oh, I feel sad. And when I ask them, well, what does that feel like in your body? They have no idea. And that's sad to me because you haven't spent time really, what are emotions, right? Emotion, motion. Motion is energy. It's energy in our body. So where focus goes, energy flows. Where thoughts go, emotions come. The more we are able to master our focus, aka our thoughts, the more we'll be able to master and use our emotions instead of being used by our emotions. So we've talked about thoughts. We've talked about feelings and emotions. Like I said, where focus goes, energy flows. That's the process of thinking, creating our feeling, right? Last, we control what we do. And what we do is basically, it basically comes from what we're feeling, right? And I mentioned that earlier. We get to decide what we put in our bodies for fuel, right? What we eat. We get to decide what time we wake up. We get to decide or who we talk to. We get to choose what activities we engage in, where we shop, look at what we look at on our phones, how we spend our time, right? The, the list goes on and on about what we do. But what we do is created by what we think and feel. And that's so important, you guys. Like, do you understand that, what I'm saying? It's so important. What we do is based on what we feel and what we think. And so many people I know try to change what they do, right? They try to change their exercise habits or their eating habits or the relationships that they're in, or they try to make money by starting a business or working harder, right? They try to change their actions, but they don't change their thoughts and feelings. And that's a mistake. 
because our thoughts and feelings are exactly what drive our actions. So when I work with clients, you know, most of the clients that work with me, they want to make more money in their business. And so many of them make the mistake of trying to hustle more or launch a new product or, you know, try to post more on social media. They try to change their actions without changing what they believe about themselves and what's possible and what they believe about money or what they believe about other people. Those are all just thoughts. That's where everything starts with our mind. Everything starts with our thoughts. If you want a new life, if you want a better relationship, if you want to feel closer to God, if you want to be a more present parent, if you want to travel, if you want to feel more fulfilled, all of that, every single one of those things starts with a thought. And then that thought creates a feeling. And from what we feel is what we do, right? If you feel depressed, what do you do? Think about it. You probably know. If you feel overwhelmed, you do something with that feeling. If you feel excited, you probably do something with that feeling, right? This is powerful stuff, you guys. <laughs> Take a second. Maybe you need to go back a few minutes and re-listen to that. What we think creates what we feel. What we feel is why we do what we do. And that are the only, those are the only things we can control. What we think, what we feel, and what we do. Now, drum roll, please. I'm about to share with you everything that's outside of our control. Are you ready? Brace yourself. <laughs> everything else. Everything else is out of our control. We can't control it. We can't control what other people think, feel, or do. We can't control the weather. <laughs> we can't control if people like us, if we get the job, if our loved ones die or do dumb things. We can't always control what happens to us, but we can control how we react or respond to it. We can't control if people accept you or want to be your friend, right? We can't control if the internet goes out, if a person cuts us off, if our husband loves us or doesn't love us, the market crashes, etc., 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 right? All of those things are out of our control, and there's so many other things out of our control, and yet we obsess over it, right? I know people that religiously watch the news. We can't control those kinds of things. I know people, including my husband, right? <laughs> Sometimes he loves watching the weather, and I always crack up because I don't care about the weather, but that's one of the things that is maybe interesting, but when we focus on things we can't control more than we focus on things that we can control... Well, what the obvious result is, is that our life feels out of control, right? So the solution I want to offer you is to focus on what you can control, which, like I mentioned earlier, <laughs> is your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions. That is what's within our control all the time. No matter what happens to us, we get to decide what we think about it, which means we get to decide how we feel about it. We get to decide what we do about it. Isn't that empowering? And I don't think this is something that just happens overnight. I don't think this is a, a lifestyle change that you're going to listen to this podcast and instantly be able to <laughs> control what you think, right? This is a process. This is a practice. But it's one worth engaging in. I, don't, I can't think of any other thing I'd rather do than focus on my own personal mastery. Mastering my thoughts, mastering my feelings, mastering what I do. I want to be exceptional at all of them. I want to be able to think on purpose to generate feelings that get me to do and take massive action in my life. 
so that I can create the relationships I want, so that I can create the money that I want, so that I can experience life to its fullest. That is one of my big whys in life. I want to experience all of it with my family. (laughs) And I know that only happens by living and leading an exceptional life. And my challenge for you is to think about this. Do you want to be like everyone else? Do you want to focus on all the things that you can't control and be obsessed with the celebrities and the big people in the world? Or do you want to be obsessed with your own life? Like really think about what I'm saying to you right now. Do you want to dwell on the big social media people or do you want to dwell on your own life? I think so many of us focus on what we can't control because we're scared out of our minds about taking a look in the mirror. And I used to be that way. I used to obsess about like the future and my degree when I was studying psychology and even like to a certain extent, my marriage, like I was obsessed with making my husband happy and, um, making sure my kids were well taken care of, right? Which are worthy goals. But at what point is it costing me my control over myself? And the more important thing is when I focus on what I think, what I do, what I feel, right? I show up in my life with enthusiasm, with power. I take care of myself so much better than I used to. I'm more effective as a mom, as a business owner, in my marriage, as a daughter, as a wife, in my calling, in my church, I just show up better because I'm showing up the way I want to, because that's, that's the end result of thinking on purpose, of creating a life on purpose. That's the power of what I'm sharing with you today. Controlling the controllable means taking control of your own mind. Controlling the controllable is about taking into consideration what you need to survive and thrive in your life. You know, I think that's the next step is like, once we can control and master our thoughts, you can become the master and the captain of your life. That is so encouraging and empowering to me. And I want to share that with you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being an active listener. I hope that you really consider what I'm sharing with you today, that you don't just, you know, oh, that's a good idea. Like go and apply this, go start trying to master your thinking, think on purpose. What do you need to believe and think to create the life you want? That's a very powerful question. For example, if you want to start making $100,000 a year, right? That's an easy number example. What would you need to believe for that to be true or real, at least realistic to you? You'd have to believe it was possible, right? If you don't believe making $100,000 in a year is possible, there's no way in heck you're going to be able to do it, right? Think about that. What if you just chose to believe that change is possible? What if you believed you could lose the 20 pounds? What if you believed you could start the business and start making money? What if you believed you could travel the world with your husband? What if you believed that you could be the best mom possible? It all starts in our mind. Every result you have starts with the way you're thinking and what you believe is possible. So start there, friends. Start thinking new things. I highly encourage you to do the work it takes to do this work. Like, that sounds really silly. But... This work is important. Working on our minds, I believe, is the most important thing we'll ever do because it's it literally re- reflects in our lives. It literally will create the results with our kids, with our future grandchildren, with our spouses, with our community, with our parents. It all starts in our minds, every single thing. And I'll talk more about that, probably have a relationships podcast. But basically, <laughs> I want you to know that you can do this. You can start thinking differently. You can start changing You can create whatever you want, because if you believe it's possible, it is. 
That's exciting. That's exciting news. Control the controllable. Control and master your thoughts and you'll become a person you can't even dream of right now. Believe it's possible. I know I, I believe it for you and I'm excited to continue on this journey of seeking and creating lives that we want and becoming the best version of ourselves. Thank you for listening. Um, I really, really appreciate it. I'm not just saying that. Thank you. If you do enjoy it, please leave a review. I This is everything to podcasters and you've probably heard other people say that, but it really is. And in order to get my message to other people who need to hear it and want to hear it and want to change, the, I hope this podcast is like that and it provides value. Please leave a review. Um, and I'd love to hear your feedback. And once again, you can find me. I hang out on Instagram all the time at Hey, it's Amber Smith. I look forward to seeing you around. Thank you. Thank you.